Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Hello, and thank you for joining me again for another episode in this series. We are talking about the different chapters in my book coming out December of this year, 2022. It's called Memorable Lessons to Leave a Legacy. And I wanted to do this series because I think sometimes, well, first of all, if I am deciding to read a book, I want to know a bit about the person who wrote it. So this gives you a chance to really get to know me and my thought process for every single chapter of the book, which is kind of nice. And it helped me to sort out my thinking, especially in the final editing stages of the book to record this and really ask myself, okay, what's important about this chapter? Who is the chapter written for? What do I want to address? Why is it here? Because this book has gone through so many iterations and revisions from start to finish. I started writing it, well, I started writing it in 2019, but the book campaign, the pre-sale that I did was in 2018. So another thank you to everybody from the Publishizer pre-sale who purchased a copy before there was even a manuscript. It was a, an idea and an outline on a web page. And I had so much just an outpouring of support from, from those that I know and some that I don't. And that just was very humbling. And I really appreciate that people were willing to support me from the very beginning of this project. So a big thank you for that because I would not be here writing and talking and publishing a book if it wasn't for your vote of confidence that really propelled this book to be noticed by the publisher that I'm being published by. And I think supported me to believe in myself if we're, if we're being vulnerable since the whole topic of this episode is vulnerability. I think we'll definitely dive into why I wrote this chapter in the book, but also as a skill, as a character trait, why I think it's so powerful to be vulnerable. It's something that I've avoided probably my whole life in different ways. I think we all do in some shape or form when it comes to our personal relationships or how we present ourselves in society. It's a lot easier to hide. It's a lot easier to blend in and not show our true emotion, true intention, true heart and um, there's another chapter in this book called courage and I would definitely say that vulnerability and courage go hand in hand so you'll hear a little bit about courage down the road when we're in part two so for anyone new to this series there are three parts of the book they are choice fulfillment and impact we're in the choice section part one chapter five on vulnerability and I think this chapter is really for you if you feel like you've been defensive lately. You feel like you do sort of put on a very thick mask every time you present yourself to the world and shy away from, or maybe even feel like you don't don't really know what your heart is telling you. You've kind of got this persona or this veneer that you're showing up to the world with and it's gotten really comfortable and it works. Maybe it really works at your job, in your career. I find that a lot, right? That especially depending on the culture, people are very different from their, their work selves are very different from their personal persona. And in some industries, some professions, some, some countries, that's almost a requirement, I would say, 
definitely if you look at Japan, there's a whole culture sub and subculture around personal identity versus who you show up as at work. So we all do it to some degree and masks are sort of a part of just, you know, I've got to be somewhat professional and thoughtful in um, speaking with you, which is a bit different from maybe how I would talk with my mom if I just called her up right now. But my whole life, I think I've really wanted to be authentic, which is a chapter that's in part three of the book, how I show myself to others. I'd wa- I've wanted to be authentic. And I think the precursor to authenticity is vulnerability with yourself to understand what that authenticity would even mean. How can you be authentic with other people if you're not truthful and vulnerable with yourself? And vulnerable, vulnerableness comes from the word wound. We talk about this in the in the book. Um, you know, we're often vulnerable in places that we've been wounded in the past, sort of a sore spot, right? And so we patch it up with a Band-Aid and then we're on the lookout for anything that might tear that Band-Aid off and rip the wound open. I think that there's value in that. We've been hurt and we're, sometimes we're jaded. Sometimes we feel that we must protect ourselves moving forward. It's really critical to not be naive, right? We're not talking about ignoring your experiences and the learnings that you've had over the course of your life, throwing caution to the wind and simply burying your soul for anyone to listen. Although I suppose that's what this book is. So (laughs) my advice when I, when I say that out loud, it's like, yeah, don't do that, but maybe do that because that's what I'm doing. And it seems to be, it seems to be well-received when you put your true heart out on the table not for people to judge or inspect, although they will do that, but it's sort of almost like an open house. When you're, when you're selling your home, you have everybody walking through it. People are judging it. They're judging things that don't even have anything to do with if they want to purchase the home or not. It's sort of this social affair where people can come in and really see your, your insides, your intimate space. And I think that's sort of what being vulnerable is when it comes to your relationships and the way that you move in the world. It's showing people your, your private thoughts and wishes, hopes, dreams, values. You're letting people in when you're vulnerable. You're exposing wounds, maybe from the past. You're definitely exposing yourself and you're putting yourself up for potential judgment and inspection. And that's scary. And it can have really terrible consequences. And so we learn over the course of our lives that it's better to hide the seemingly ugly, shameful, imperfect parts because you don't want anyone to judge you. And I think a big part of that for me was definitely in the past year or so, some of the stuff going on in my life, even before that, sort of the right when I was starting to write this book with my car accident was really what prompted me to look inward and face the silence and being alone to hear some of the messages of what I would have then called my conscience. I now call the Holy spirit really messages from beyond myself saying, what have you been doing? 
this is the direction you need to go. This is the direction that you're heading. This is the way that you can operate in the world that will be fulfilling to you and to others and to the, the reason that you're here. So vulnerability is also, while it is sharing yourself in your heart, it, it's also, which takes courage. So you get vulnerable about what's real for you. And then you use a bit of courage and bravery to then share that with people or outwardly. And then there's sort of this other side of vulnerability, which is listening, listening to yourself, listening to others, really being open in a sense that that's vulnerable too, because what comes in, you can't necessarily control and anything that's out of our control can feel chaotic, can feel scary because we don't know what to expect. Our expectations are called into question. We don't know. And so with those two sides of vulnerability, the vulnerability of you sharing yourself and the vulnerability of opening yourself up to the unknown and other people's thoughts, judgment, critique. I think what we really need to focus on is, well, there are a few things and I've written them down. One is being brave enough to expose the wounds. And that comes from knowing that the wounds are really who, who you are. They have made you who you are. So in being vulnerable about your wounds and showing them, of course, to a worthy party, right? Whatever you deem to be worthy. Um, again, I am choosing to put a lot of really challenging situations on display to the world in my book because of the way that they have shaped me in my life. You don't necessarily have to do it to that degree. But in getting brave enough to share about some of these things, I think a huge weight is lifted. They become much smaller in your life, in the way that you're thinking about them, in the rumination, in the way that you've created something to be so large and so bad and so awful. I referenced Brene Brown's work in the mentors table section a few other individuals that have really spoken to the idea of shame and how we feel inadequate and not good enough. And if someone were to see, you know, God forbid someone were to see the inner workings of your soul, there's no way they would, that you would be lovable, that they would love you. What an awful thing to think. And you know what? There are probably people that will reject you. There are people that will reject my book and reject what I say and not want to be a part of my life or my work. And that is one potential consequence of showing your vulnerability of being brave to expose your wounds. But what's the opposite? What's the cost of living with that buried inside with no one? No one ever seeing it seeing you seeing the real you so without getting into the authenticity portion of how you share that with others and how you show up in an authentic fashion let's start with this let's start with what are the wounds that I'm hiding pushing deep down what are the things about myself that feel so shameful that I can never share what are the things that I'm even scared to think about 
about me, my past, what I've done. What are those things? What am I hiding under the rug that I think is just unlovable? If from this episode, you answer even one of those questions, truthfully, you take time to answer that. First of all, you might need some tissues. (laughs) And I think you'll be in a completely different position in terms of seeing yourself and your wounds differently and then taking them. So now you have this list of wounds. It's like, great. So I'm wounded. (laughs) Aren't we all? I'm broken. I'm not good enough. I'm imperfect. I'm unlovable. All these things. It's like, okay, hold on. First is I'm wounded, but then we can go down a lot of different rabbit holes with that. Right. Let's, let's pause because wounded does not mean broken or unlovable or shameful. It means human. Wounded means human. And what you do with those wounds is what's really exciting to me and the work that I do and the people I work with, because we've all been wounded. How are you going to utilize that to sharpen, sharpen yourself into the person you want to be. I think that this really lends itself, getting clear on this really lends itself to part three of the book in impact because we take the insights from part one of the book, these chapters right now, all these questions and and more that you're answering for yourself. And we go into how are you going to use that to benefit others? So in this chapter, it's how are you going to use those wounds to benefit others? We'll get to that in part three a little bit more, but it's going to inform how you show up in the world to impact and contribute to others, which is why it's such an important part of your legacy, how the the work you do internally to refine who you are makes your legacy, makes your contribution, makes what you leave in this world as a result of your efforts vastly different. Because if you don't address the wounds, if you don't address the things under the carpet, your perspective, if you're not aware, if you don't take responsibility for your life, if you don't chart a clear purpose and continuously look at why you're doing what you're doing, if you don't do some of the things from these first chapters in part one, your legacy will be vastly different. This is calling you to check your ego, check yourself and check your habitual thinking. I found immense help from reading this chapter for myself and some of the difficult times that have passed over the the last few months in finalizing this book. They are some of the hardest things I've, I've been through and I've alluded to them in a couple of different interviews and spoken about them. I think that while I was debating sharing in this episode, what I'd like to do is create an episode on its own to, to share that part of me and that really vulnerable story, series of stories. Not so much as to profess it to you so that you feel for me, but so that I can connect with similar people who have been through similar situations and also to give it the space that it deserves. This chapter and this place is about you understanding about my book. 
at, at the same time, I really am doing what I can to, to live and practice what I, what I preach. And I wouldn't even say I'm preaching it. It's stuff that I'm questioning. It's concepts that I'm finding with my clients keep coming up again and again. Those are the things that are in this book. And that's, that's what I'm asking you to do is look at what's coming up again and again in your life as something that is uncomfortable, that feels raw and difficult. Look at it and examine it and decide how you can grow as a result of it. I think, I think that's what vulnerability is about. And then if you want to go out on a limb and share that with others, you might like to listen to that, the future episode on authenticity that might help to package that up to, to impact the outer world. But so much of this book has been the part one, the, the choice, the choice to go inward and listen and get to know myself so that I can serve better, so that I can do better, so that I can be better and not in a competitive stance with anyone else or even my past self, because it's not a competition. I've heard often, you know, be better than who you were yesterday. I understand the the benefit of incremental gains over the course of time and, you know, be 1% better every day. Just, just move the needle a little bit. I definitely agree with that idea that's why one section of the book is called one degree shift because those one degree shifts will lead you in a completely different direction over the course of time that being said the present moment is all we have in truth right so whatever you did 30 degrees west of here or three years ago now right in this moment is the opportunity that you have to show up and make a different choice and that choice can be one of bravery being vulnerable showing showing your humanity which i think is what vulnerability is it's showing your humanity i am not perfectly polished i'm not perfect at all i'm i'm perfectly imperfect as they say which has become so cliche in some sense but that's what it is that's what being human is i don't always say the right thing this episode might have been more effective a different way. Three years down the line, I might watch it and think, this is so cringy. I don't, I'm not happy about how I performed or what I said, or I missed a story. All of that is so a part of this human experience and it's embracing that. So the question I would love to leave you with is how can you embrace your humanity, the beauty of all of our vulnerabilities because that's what makes you unique is where you've been wounded and how you've patched that up and continued on and what you learned from that experience. So I hope that you'll, you'll share something vulnerable with, with someone and whether that's a story, you know, I definitely have got so many career vulnerabilities where people doubt themselves about, things like giving presentations or asking for promotions or relational things where it's about asking the person out or breaking up with them. And should I do it? Can I do it? And it's so interesting because when we get vulnerable and expose what's underneath, it seems to really inform our answers because if you're pushing someone away because of your past, 
If you look at your wounds, you'll see, hey, this person is showing me that they're this way, but my past and my vulnerabilities are over here. If you're clear on your vulnerabilities, it's much easier to not allow them to impact the way you're making choices today because you know your raw spots, you know your soft spots. And actually, in in the spirit of vulnerability, I just found out that there's a feature on Anchor that you can send me voice messages to share in episodes. So there's a link in the show notes. You don't have to use anchor or anything. You could just record it from your phone or wherever you listen. You can record me a message and I can share it on the show. So if there's something that you'd like to share, even if it's not that vulnerable, but you'd like to wish somebody, you know, a happy birthday or anniversary, or there's a a story or something that sticks out in your mind, I would love to just hear from you and share it on the show because there's so many different people listening. And I think they're, it's great to celebrate others. It's great to share challenging stories and see that there's a community around this show. So know that if you send in a voice message, it could get featured. I would love to hear about what you love about the show or what you think could be better. Or if you have a question for me, that's a great way to interact as well. So if you have a question that you want me to answer, what I can do is as they come in and as I receive them, I can start adding them into episodes and answer questions or play, you know, a birthday, a birthday message or an anniversary message or something that's that you'd like to share. So I think this is a great opportunity to invite you to invite us to utilize that feature and get, get a bit vulnerable, have your voice heard. If there's someone that you need to tell that you're madly in love, you know, all all the fun things that I think people do on radio. I'd love to incorporate that into this show and have your voice heard. So please feel free to click on the link in the show notes. It should be at, at the end of every episode of the show going forward and share your questions, ideas, stories. Please do be mindful of time. I will have to cut them off at, you know, let's say less than 30 seconds. So keep them brief, but please do share with me again, questions, stories, celebrations, critiques, information, insights, no self-promotion if you don't mind, just because it's not an ad spot, but anything that you feel you'd love to have on a radio type situation, I would love to share a bit of everyone's story here on the show as well. So please do submit those if you're interested. I want to thank you so much for watching this episode. And if this book is calling your name, I invite you to purchase a copy and read it so that you can delve further into this content and the how. I think in these episodes, we're really addressing the what and the who and a bit of the why. Why did I write the chapter? What is this chapter about? What are we talking about? Who is the chapter for? Like who would benefit from looking at vulnerability in their lives and vulnerability as a chapter in the book? The how is really going to come through in you purchasing the book and going through the questions and the stories and the mentorship elements and diving, diving in fully. So I hope to see you in the next episode. We'll be going over, let's see, we'll be going over self-advocacy, which is a very logical next step as well when it comes to figuring out your wounds and those raw spots. My next step is absolutely being able to 
advocate for yourself if you feel that your boundaries have been crossed or that your wounds are not being respected or even to just share about them in a way that feels really powerful and that you can speak up for yourself, which is, I think, a very important skill to have when needed to build your character. So I look forward to seeing you in the next episode on chapter six, self-advocacy, and I wish you well until we see each other again. Take good care.